Uh, has anybody played? Oh, uh, Elden Ring. Yeah. Uh, no. This weekend. I, I don't have the money or the PS4 for it. Yeah. Well, no, we have a PS4. I just don't have the money for it. Is it I don't have like, the, uh, the patience for a Souls-esque game. Those are not in my wheelhouse. I, I gave Bloodborne a good Scottish try. And I got to the point where you get killed and then you wake up. Or no, you don't get killed. You get like hit by the sack, the bag man, the the sack man. There's a guy with the sack that kills you. Is a sack or a bag? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then you wake up in like a prison cell, and it's just like, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And I'm not good enough at games in general to, like, yeah. I after dying like twice in a row and losing all my all my uh blood echo souls uh i was just like i I only have so much motivation to keep going here see and it's games like that and like cuphead and just any game where it's like okay i'm gonna beat my head against the wall to learn the patterns for this one specific boss spend like an hour just like trial at least at least you've got like this like fun like swingy old timey music to kind of oh, pop no, along to. Fantastic, yeah. Like like that game in general. Like I, I love what that game is. It's just yes. painful. Yeah, both <laughs> both Cuphead and Bloodborne are common in the respects that they're extremely difficult, amazing games. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I just get to a point where like I set it down one day and i just don't pick it back up <laughs> i had a roommate who played bloodborne a lot and uh him playing bloodborne made me never want to play that game much like anything that that person took yeah. would he do like drunk bloodborne streams yeah, well, he would do like a Scottish accent yeah. every once in a while uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no it's like Graham knows the deep dark secrets. Oh no. Graham has the the hidden Josh lore. He he knows he knows about a very rough period in Josh's life. Oh no. And a very, I don't know, rough person that both of us <laughs> were were acquainted with. Yep. Fair. Speaking of rough people that we were acquainted with, what's up, fans? <laughs> It's Josh. I'm Connor. And, and I'm Graham. Oh, yeah. We got to Graham, you've not been on this. Have you been on this podcast? I don't know. I, I see. I was a regular on the animation. Yeah. I have some OG merch. Mm-hmm. I don't it's, know if this might be my debut on What's Up Fandom. Dang. And joining us for the first time on What's Up Fandom, we have Mr. Graham. Wow. Hey, what's going on? That was easy. That, that, that's one of my new favorite transitions you've done since I've joined. What? The, the speaking of unfortunate people that we've been forced <laughs> to work with, welcome to this podcast. Yeah. You know, it's always a fun way to do it. Um, and it today, we've got a special episode. We're going to be talking about everybody's favorite animated series, Avatar The Last Airbender. Right? Yeah, I mean, this, this is one that has like a like I've been in like, I mean, we're all like 
like the the, the late in millennials, right? I so it's like I'm well, I'm I'm a younger millennial at at most. He's a millennialette. I'm yeah, I'm like in that weird gray space between Gen Z and millennial. Okay, so so like Avatar was like releasing on TV and stuff while you were growing up and everything. I went and saw it in theaters. Okay, okay, got oh yeah. yeah, that old gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um uh, we're just kidding, everybody. Uh April Fools. We're not talking <laughs> about Avatar the Last Airbender. We're talking about The Last Airbender, the M. Night Shyamalan film based on Avatar the Last Airbender. I don't I don't see the joke here. Like it's the same thing. I mean, they're both yes. they're both pretty much I mean as accurate to the story was, material that I think that when it you, was a by the book adaptation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, right mean, there like with, there's always gonna be like bumps when you have like yeah. a transition from like an animation style to like live action. I, I found it a little weird. I, I I thought it was a weird choice to uh cast Zoe Saldana as Katara. Mm-hmm. I felt like they just casted her a little too old, but you know. But Sam Worthington uh, as as Ong, uh, because that's that's the way we pronounce his na- name in the in nutshell. Yeah. Not because we have multiple, you know, episodes of the animated series where his name is Ang uh, yeah. with Ong. Um, and just Which is fine. April Fool's. There's nothing wrong with that. April Fool's again. <laughs> We're not doing the last airbender we're doing the 2009 james cameron film avatar yeah Yeah. we're not talking about about element bending teenagers we're talking about Mm -hmm. the blue people colonialism well colonialism against the blue people movie watching uh everybody's favorite film um dances with navi because that's basically what this is Wait, we're not talking about Pocahontas? Oh, you know, yeah, this is very Pocahontas, too. I mean... It's Fern Gully, Pocahontas, and... I mean, well, I mean, Pocahontas is basically just animated dances with wolves. So... Okay, that's a reference. Hold on here. Dances with wolves. I'm actually, like... this. That is the movie that I most frequently heard this movie compared to. I heard a lot of Pocahontas com- comparisons, but... I do remember my parents being like it was very Dances with Wolves. I've still never seen it. You should watch Dances with Kevin Costner, great film. Okay. But anyway, uh, um, the first one, because apparently there's 36 coming out. I guess. Point in time. Um, let's see. We have Avatar, one that came out 2009, um, or called Avatar. We also have uh, Avatar 2. Coming out December 16th of 2022, as of the time of this recording. Okay. Um, Avatar 3, December 20th, 2024, at the time of this recording. Okay. Avatar 5, December 18th, 2020. Sorry, Avatar 4, December 18th, 2026. And Avatar 5, December 22nd, 2028. Okay, I have a very important thought experiment for you guys. Uh, what is your favorite quote? from the movie avatar um can i do quotes where elise from funhouse is doing her version (laughs) those those are fantastic 
That's a good safety answer. I like it. Uh, like real talk. Like having having just watched this movie, uh, I can't tell. I, I'm not sure if this was intended to be an ironic line. I kind of hope it was. Uh, but the part at the end where uh, what's his Jake Sully? Freaking... No, not Jake Sully. Oh, not Jake Sully. Uh, the 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 me the general. Colonel. The colonel. Colonel Butts. Colonel Miles. Is that his name? Quick, 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 quick. You, you Wait. are Miles Quaritch. Quaritch. That's not a real name. That's apparently his name. Uh, the part where Miles Quaritch is like in the in the like final battle to the death with J- with Jake, and he's like, "How does it feel to be a traitor against your own race?" When the entire like final moment of the movie is that like the human and the and the navi become one and it's it's james cameron is trying to it's doing his best to make a point and then just earlier you know it's like you have this guy being like how do you feel to be a traitor against your own race and you're and you i was waiting for jake to be like i could ask you the same question but i feel like it wouldn't have landed yeah uh this movie was mainly visuals writing not so much like this is very much like yo look what we can do yeah the whole like the new 3d glasses that just come out specifically for this movie (laughs) yes so like the visuals are still amazing and and it was an experience like this is that was one of the first movies I, i recall where the 3d part of it wasn't the cheesy like oh i'm gonna touch yeah. you or something's coming out this yeah the you despicable me like top of the tower is poking at you yeah yeah, yeah you know, like all of the you know spy kids or m night Shyamalan's avatar where it's like the, the rush of air is like coming out of the screen yeah at you. <laughs> is that a 3d movie yes yeah oh. Well, I mean, and that's what that's what happens. Like that, you can tell a difference when something is shot in 3D, and then when they shoot it in regular, and then add 3D elements. Yeah. Mm. Then you can you can tell because that's when they do a lot of the ooh, yeah, hands and stuff, and you're like, we get we understand it's 3D. We we're wearing yeah. the glasses. We were here for this. Mm-hmm. We're not here to be slapped in the face with things. We're just here to have a little bit better depth perception. Now, as a quick aside, it is tragic that the, the the 40 experiment movies, like the Rugrats in Paris, where you have like the scratch and sniff, that those like died off and didn't I... actually like. <laughs> no, you weren't a fan. <laughs> not a not a fan. I don't like having because <laughs> those things are really only excuses for like the producers to be like, how how can we force people to sit in a chair and have us like fa- blow in terrible smells how can we get people to pay for that this was this way even further this was like you have to go to mcdonald's or some sort of fast food yeah. restaurant and with the happy meal there would be the scratch and sniff that then you would take to the movie theater and scratch as you're watching the movie so it was like we... some executive back then was like yo i have a fantastic partnership that we can do with insert fast food chain we have been living under late stage capitalism for so dang long <laughs> see and you know as like a six-year-old like i i was just like oh my god like 
it's smelly socks on the screen and yeah. in my hands. This is amazing. <laughs> the experience sucks, but wow, the technology. Yes, exactly. The thing that I, I really appreciate about having Graham on again is we're talking about Avatar and Graham has somehow brought it to uh, Rugrats in Paris. Uh-huh. So yeah. I loved it. The reason that Graham is on this. Um, I... Well, okay, so so listening to uh, Connor previously before Graham went Rugrats in Paris mm. uh, about the 4D experience, that mean I that's how I know you've never been to Disney and you've never been on Soren because I've been to Disney, on- I've been on Soren. Soren, hey, spray the the stuff in your face in your face. Yeah, that part yeah, flying over the, that, that the, um, the orange or- orchards. Yeah, Soren over California is one of the few exceptions. Oh well, you haven't done Soren over the world. What? Oh, there's two. There's Soren over California. They made another one. Yeah, there was Soren over California, and that was the big one for the longest time. And then they did Soren over the world. Okay, so where they're like, Florida? now we're gonna go to India, and uh, here's the Arctic and everything like that. And here's, here's North Korea. Korea. Here's <laughs> that's a no-fly zone. You can't fly there. Um, <laughs> you fly over some really bad CG polar bears. There's a part where you, f- uh, when you fly over Africa, and there's some elephants, and then they they spray dirt smell in your face, and you're like, hmm, dirt. Uh, uh, you, go, you go to the Taj Mahal, and it smells like jasmine, and you're like, okay. Oh. You 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 fly over the Caribbean, and you're like, hmm, jerk chicken. I was, I was, I was like. <laughs> I don't remember what the Caribbean smell was. <laughs> Water, jerk chicken, and a pineapple. That's yeah. what it was. <laughs> yeah, no, like I, I would, I would love if they did like a 4D experience like that. Like, uh, like this, I think would be hilarious. Like it just constantly smells like damp. Mm. Like all of that movie is wet. Everyone, but- everyone in that movie is wet. The yeah. all, of, all of the the set is wet. Just the humans and the Navi are just constantly sweaty. They're just mm-hmm. they're. I mean, they're in the desert. I mean, the desert. They're in the jungle. So I mean, they're just moist. All yeah, just moist. <laughs> is that the yeah. word we're not supposed to say anymore? Is it moist? I feel it's, like we've moved I, on. From I this. think it's a perfectly yep. fine word. Yeah, word. It's a damp. Damp. See, I find damp is a more unpleasant experience because it's like wet, but with, with weight, you know, yeah. when your shirt like is damp. Yeah. yeah. Like there's that unpleasant thing of like getting off of a water ride and all of your clothes are damp and you're just walking around in heavy, wet clothes. Is is the ride in Disney World, the Avatar ride in Disney World, is it is it a water ride? I wouldn't. I haven't been there since they brought in the Pandora thing. I've never been to World. I've only been to Land, and that's not there. Either I've been to both, but I haven't been to either since the new Pandora thing. Um, everybody that's still here that <laughs> doing Avatar: The Last Airbender and has continued to listen this three uh, D. <laughs> Uh, that that's continue to listen. Uh, thank you for for staying. Um, we are going to talk about Avatar. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Uh, we've got Sam Worthington in his best role, and uh, I think last role. 
Yeah, I, I was thinking, I was like, I haven't seen him in much else. Oh, no, I guess he did the Attack of the Titans, like both of those. You mean Clash of the Titans? That's what I meant, Clash of the Titans. No, he was also in... Jaeger. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was in Terminator Salvation, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's a movie. That happened. Was that the one where they got... Um... That was the one with Matt Smith, I'm pretty sure. That was the one with Christian Bale. Okay. John Connor. He was also in Everest, Hacksaw Ridge, and That's The Shack. Andrew Garfield? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, it's good to know that Sam Worthington has been in other things. Zoe yeah. Saldana uh, has been in a lot more things. A few. Um, we talked about her last... Project. Adam, yeah, The Adam Project. Yeah. Who knows what the movie was called? It was the Adam Project. <laughs> I remembered that one. Um, yeah, so I, visually, this this movie is phenomenal. Like mm-hmm. all like all of this, the backdrops and everything are really good. There's little stuff that is going on throughout the movie, like it, just in the background that I think the attention to detail is really really good. Mm-hmm. The only thing that confuses me about this. Uh, one is the story. The story's kind of like all over the place. Um, and it feels like this, sh- like, honestly, I think if Avatar would have been a, a limited series, it would have made a lot more sense hmm. instead of just like, because like 90% of this movie is just montage. That's Yeah, like, that's true. This movie is just montage. It's like, we only have three hours to do this. So we're going to use montage for the entire, you know, third act of the film it's just montage that's fair yeah and a lot of weird like slow-mo scenes that i'm confused about why there were so many a lot of like jumping and it's very slow all the time and it's really bizarre it kind of takes me out and i don't know is that a james cameron thing where he just like inserts a random slow-mo in things i haven't seen enough james in titanic yeah i haven't seen i think Wait a minute. Is this the only James Cameron movie that I have seen? Have you seen to... Titanic? I have not. <gasps> we should do Titanic. That's another three hours. That used to come on two VHSs. Uh huh. Filmography. Um. While you look at that, um, what about you, Graham? What What are some of the things that you uh, enjoy about this film? Graham Frozen. Oh, no. I just saw... So, I'm so close, because I've seen Alien, but he didn't do Alien, but he did Ooh. do Aliens. Aliens is a fantastic movie. No slow-mo I've in heard. Aliens. I've heard it's good, and I do plan to see it, but true enough, this is the only James Cameron movie that I've seen. Hmm. What about you, Graham? Um, you left us for a bit. <laughs> Uh, yep, I have think you not seen Terminator or Terminator 2. Okay, yeah, Terminator. I was, I was about to say Terminator. Or any of the Terminators. What, Terminator Dark Fate? Have you not seen the... Oh, that's right. He did, he did Alita Battle Angel. Do you remember that? The Battle Angel. Did he? Yeah. He did the screenplay for it. Oh, I see. Okay. Fair enough. He did Rambo? Did he? 
He did a bunch of stuff. He did RoboCop versus Terminator, like the <laughs> Super Nintendo. He created Dark Angel. Really? That's amazing. Do you guys ever watch Dark Angel? No. With uh, Jessica Alba. Literally. No, nobody. I was no. Me that watched. Cool. Uh, Titanic twenty years later with James Cameron. This might just be a commentary on the movie itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was an executive producer of a Cirque du Soleil. I actually, I feel like that makes a lot of sense. That does. That seems right down his alley. He's executive producer of Cirque du Soleil Worlds Away. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, 20 bucks. I don't even know what that is, but 20 bucks, it's Avatar Cirque du Soleil. Possibly. He also uh-huh. starred in a documentary about looking for the city of Atlantis. Like you do. As one does. Oh, yeah. He's doing all that sub work. Yeah, Going true. Going down and exploring he's, the Titanic. Put a lot of money into submarines. So, okay. Then, then ultimately, it's like, yeah, James Cameron is like an incredible like filmographer, visionary. Like he knows how to take a really dope like idea for a scene and put it up on the screen. Mm. Maybe not so much writing a script, <laughs> but well, sometimes you don't have to write a script. If your movie looks really pretty, you don't have to write a script. Uh huh. And, and that is, and he I, he definitely captures that. Yeah, and I think you know Avatar hitting a billion dollars faster than any movie ever. Yeah, this movie did okay. Yes. It's a good rendition of like, oh yeah, we can do this. Like you can yeah. make pretty and you don't have to have a lot of substance. You can just make pretty and it works. I don't, I don't think it's without substance. I mean, sorry. Um that was I sorry, I was generalizing. Sure. Yeah, I was doing like like a whole thing. Yeah. No, like this movie, like it's got a lot of really good part. Like there are some there's some really good writing elements in this. I think the pacing is a little bit not good. Yeah. So and that's why to me like the story kind of flounders and that's mm. why we have to do cuz like we're throwing so much useless stuff in that does not really matter. What do you mean? Um the beginning for instance where uh we're we're learning that Sam Worthington is a twin and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Oh. us that and then they tell us that later. Like when Sigourney yeah. and everything I'm like we know we saw the scene. So like, yeah. you have to you know, tell us, we understand. I understand that these characters are meeting for the first time and that's how we're getting it. Um, Cause they're, you know, meeting for the first time so that we have to, you know, they would talk about it. Um, but when it happens three times, it's just kind of like, we could have left all of these out. I mean, we could have yeah. the definitely two out and only had it one time. Mm-hmm. Like the only time you, you just have to have that movie start with flying over Pandora um, he wakes up and then uh, he wheels and everything. And then he meets Sigourney Weaver and um, that other dude whose name I am spacing. Uh, uh, the shaggy dude? Uh, Joel David Moore. No. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So we can we can just skip all of that and just get right to there. Or we just skip all of that and he meets the colonel and he and the colonel talk about it. And that's where we go. 
Like mm. you don't have to have the three different, cause like we have the conversation with Norm, we have the conversation with Sigourney Weaver, we have the conversation with the Colonel, and then we see the conversation as well. So, I mean, I guess we do get it four times. So I feel like it's a little bit redundant. Okay, yeah. And like, that's why I'm like, we, we understand yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Cam, we get it, JC. Yeah, get us to the cool, like the, 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 get us to the scene where he's jumping into the brain of the actual Pandorian and they're doing all the cool mm. running stuff. It's like, yeah, expedite we, us getting there. I almost feel like they could have used that time because I don't necessarily like, I don't think the problem is necessarily that the movie is long. I think it's about what the movie spends its time on. Um, and I liked like all of the parts that I found most interesting were the parts where you're learning about Navi culture and how they go about things and their little ceremonies. Um, uh, and I feel like because this movie is about getting you slowly more and more attached to the Navi, same in, in the way that, that Jake Sully does, um, I think we could have stood to streamline some of those human to human conversations for more things about the Navi. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I completely agree with you. And I'm, I'm definitely not saying that I have problems with the, with the movie being too long. It's about what they do with that. Yeah, like, exactly. In, in that there's a, there's a, uh, uh, in one of the many um, clip show uh, clip bits where we're just like fast forwarding through everything we have, him falling asleep and then Sigourney Weaver like tucking him into bed and everything. And I'm like, why is this here? We don't really need to see this. We it doesn't matter. This doesn't matter at all. Like there's no, there are plenty of other moments like later on that show that they bonded as a team. It feels like this was a book adaptation where hmm. they're putting some, some of this stuff in, in the book. Like there's that part where uh, Norm is, is kind of getting upset because he's not like, getting to meet the Navi and everything like that. He doesn't get mm. to go to like the sacred tree and stuff like that. And he's, you know, being all, you know, kind of butthurt about it. And then we go literally go to like the next scene and it's, and that's when Jake is doing his like talk in front of the camera, his, his vlog. And he's like, and Norm's come around too. We're learning a lot. You're like, what? Yeah. You fought for like 30 seconds. Like I would assume that he would come around. Yeah. Like It feels like that would be like a part in the book that was like four chapters long that, you know, there's, there's an alternate version of this movie where, where Norm is the protagonist and you follow his, it follows his story of like training for this program and spending years like, studying navi culture and only to are gets eaten like in the first like five seconds to buy that big panther thing and then also find out that like one of his main teammates is just the brother of the guy that was supposed to be on the team now he's just got this meathead that's there has no training and is now suddenly becoming this like the main mediator between the humans and the navi yeah, it's weird. It's also weird. Like, how was he? Uh, yeah, okay. So, like, the whole Jake being like a, 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 a spy, he's like a double agent. Yeah. Thing. Like, it's like I, I get it. I guess he wants he he wants his legs back, um, which is very understandable. They don't even say that he's getting his legs back until later in the movie. 
Well, like the Colonel that, like, promises him, he's like, "Hey, if you work for me, I'll make sure you get your legs back." Yeah, and you're like, "Cool." That's- I guess. I mean, Sigourney Weaver also has pull. She could probably help you get your legs back too. This is what, yeah. <laughs> like, if you help me connect and commit genocide, I'll get you off of that wheelchair. Yeah. It's like this is a big tree. It's got unobtainium in it, like underneath. And so, therefore, we must do this. Hey, can we talk about unobtainium for a second? Do you think, was that just a line that James I, threw out or was like, yeah, we'll call it. It was uh, like a placeholder. <laughs> and they just never moved away from We'll it. call it unobtainium until we come up with a better name for it. <laughs> and then it just stuck. We can't call it petroleum. So <laughs> we need to come up with a better term. Uh, can't call it spices because that's too on the nose. Yeah, like, well, let's, uh, let's throw unobtainium on, you know, in the script for just right now. Yeah. Like you said, it'll be a placeholder. And then the movie came out, and they were just like, "Oh shit, we were supposed to." Oh, we, we, for, we forgot to change that. I, that's what I would like to think. That's what I would like to think. This movie also had, uh, and this is a. I would. I was about to say this is a bit of a nitpicky thing, but it's also like a problem that shows up a lot in movies that prominently involve people speaking a different language. So I was watching this with subtitles, and like they put like the little like you know papyrus font subtitles yes. in the movie, but there are other things that characters say in the Navi language. And the subtitles just say, speaking Navi. Like, you're the subtitles. You're supposed to tell us what, what they're saying. Well, the language isn't real. So they're just saying... It's enough. They're just saying gibberish. That's like, it's the same thing with Lord of the Rings. Like, that's like a full, like, actual language. But if you still go, it just speaks in Elvish. And you're like, ah, excellent. They have, they have subtitles for most, if not all of the elvish in those movies in this it's maybe 50 50 i would like to know what hugo weaving says when he says mechalo hine usili freely like that's what i want to know like, okay if that's in the no I'm just sorry in regards to specifically lord of the rings i literally just watched uh, what the second hobbit movie friday night and, like, there's, I thought you said lord of the rings and then well, and then you bring this we do not speak of this well, it, it's directly related to the subtitle thing because in the scene scenes with like there were orcs, elves, and humans, and like the subtitles went from normal to in elvish, blah 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 blah, to yeah. in black tongue or black whatever, whatever the black speech. Yeah, <laughs> blah, yeah. Blah, blah 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 blah. It's like, all right, so <laughs> at any point, all of these people have spoken English. Why, why did they just flow from English to elvish to I? I it's because it's slightly unnecessary in the film and in the culture i guess i don't know it's weird uh-huh. i agree it doesn't make yeah. sense. that's why star trek's the best because everybody's got a universal translator and everybody's yeah. basic and it's perfect yeah if there's a reason for everyone to be if there's like an in-world reason that everyone gets translated great sure like uh doctor who the the tardis has this translation field whatever um but i the reason that this thing in 
Avatar bothered me is because it happens in other movies that involve just Earth languages. Avatar came out in 2009. Sure. And the version that I watched on HBO... Oh, sorry, no, not HBO. Uh, it was, it's on Disney+. Plus. So Disney+, Plus has two versions that you can watch on Disney+. Plus. They have the two-hour and, like, 40-minute version, which is not the director's cut version, and they have, like, the family-friendly version. So you can watch the regular um, where they say shit, or you can watch the family-friendly version where they don't. But I think I that might have been the one that I saw. The, the non- uh, family friendly version did take out the tail scene. I think that's the one that I saw. You saw, I saw the one scene? No, no, the, the one, the version that I saw, I think, was the because I remember getting to their the like mating scene mm-hmm. and being like, oh yeah, this is that part that my parents didn't let me watch. Like, this is the part where James Cameron was like, what if? Now, hear me out, guys. Wait, wait, hold on what a second. We re-release the film, but we add this one. Se- We're going to put five minutes of like additional. Well, no, I think it was like 10. It's like 10 minutes of additional footage. And like five of it is Navi banging. Like this is what <laughs> we're going to do. Um, but hold and- on a second. So you're telling me that Disney Plus kept in the scenes with the weird hair, uh, hair twisty stuff where he's doing it with the like the bull and with the bird thing and with like the deer or whatever. Those things are in there. Yep. But not on but now with Navi on Navi. No. Because right. then it's is, because then it's but, oil. But they're okay with bestiality. I'm not Maybe. saying it's not a I'm not saying that it's an error. Or I'm not saying that it's not an error. I'm but. What we are saying is boy, girl, no good. Yeah. Okay, but 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 boy, animal, good. Well, when when they're when they're it's like, it's a social it's a it's it's relational context. Yeah, like okay. when they're when they're linking, wink, uh, with the animals, they're yeah. sharing their thoughts and their souls. Yeah. And with okay. everything, and the same thing when they link with a tree. Yeah. But when they link with each other, yeah, that's like that's like, bad. That's when bad. Jake's when Jake was like finding his like bird lizard thing mm-hmm. to to catch, like none of the steps involved like making out with it. Yes, it is weird that that the Navi, you know, they're this completely different culture and everything, but they still know how to make out. I mean, <laughs> a little bit it's, weird. It's not a. I, I don't feel like it's a difficult thing to learn. I mean, I would like to see, but yeah, but mouths are gross. Sure. You know, it's also gross. Like any organic part of a wild animal. Why would you be sticking the equivalent of like your 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 sexual appendage into that of an animal? It's a. Like, it's a- are STDs a thing? <laughs> I don't know. No, <laughs> because the mother tree doesn't let that happen. That's what oh. those things are. When they touch you, it's like oh. it's like an injection. <laughs> mother tree is not about preventing life; it's about the balance of life. Didn't you watch the movie? Yeah, didn't you watch Star War? Oh yeah, I love Star War. 
It's my favorite. So what, so actually, it, it's funny. Force? Was it, it's funny you were mentioned that because like, I feel like to a certain extent, this or like the, the James Cameron's Avatar has a lot of parallels to like A New Hope in the sense that it's like, the story is pretty bare bones. I mean, Star Wars is just a dude goes saves a princess. Like that's it right. like the core like fairy tale story. Yeah. But what makes Star Wars fun is the universe. How like fun it is to get into. Like that is that is the selling point. Because the same goes for Avatar, where it's like story ah, but like Navi flying bird things with tentacles that you can like attach yourself to, like yeah. giant mechs and like space ships and all that stuff it's like it's it's so weird that like this is not a government run operation you know what i mean yeah well of course it wouldn't be this efficient this is not sanctioned by the government anything it makes sense to me considering what the movie like what its themes are totally lines up yeah Yeah. some corporation Yeah, yeah 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 They're, they're like spending tons of corporation money is cool. going to this to this area and wiping out the indigenous uh, populations for a valuable resource. Yeah. Nothing new there. Tales all this time. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. I will say, I this movie was harder to to watch than I expected this time around. Why so, why so hard? Because, hmm. I mean, you know how I watch movies. I am, I'm pretty good, like, at, at a, like, immediately picking up on, like, the analogs for what the movie is about. Um, and the issues that are addressed in this movie have, I mean, they've never, they've been relevant for a very long time. That's why the movie got made with those themes. Uh, but they've only gotten more relevant, particularly in Canada. Uh, so, yeah. I would say mm-hmm. particularly... North America. In North America, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say more on it, because it's, it's already... I already feel weird now about this movie being just in our... Uh, in our, like... April Fool's episode. <laughs> See, back in 2009, we still celebrated Columbus Day. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting to see what they do with Avatar 2. I am in, I am curious about that. Romeo and Juliet. You have a lot of people like still in the like left left on Pandora. Like they're still like all those researchers basically are still left yeah. on Pandora. Yeah. There's also a ton of unobtainium, which is profit. Which yeah. means, it means we can let's come back. back with more guns next time. Exactly. If we're going to be getting more avatars... Well, we're getting four more, so... Yeah. I really hope if the movies continue being about what the first one was about, I really hope James Cameron is not the only writer. Well, let's find out. You guys vamp for a second. Let me go to Avatar yeah. 2 on the docket there. Let's see who's... Let's see who's okay, I'll look at it too. So, okay, oh. then if, if, if we have to storyboard from here on out, I feel sure. like the next movie is like 
the corporation is is slowly starting to probe their way back onto Pandora. They're like, hey, we're not evil. We're not going to kill you guys. We want to coexist. And then like the end of the second movie is like them nuking the tree or something like that. I, it's like from what I'm reading of this of this second one, it reminds me a lot of like the second and third How to Train Your Dragons. Jake Sudley lives with his newfound family formed on the planet Pandora. Once a familiar threat returns to finish what was previously started, Jake must work with Natiri and the army of the Navi race to protect their planet. Is that on Wikipedia, it says they are forced to leave their home and explore the different regions of Pandora. Oh, that's not what this, that's not what IMDB says. But again, IMDB is very inaccurate with everything that they ever put. Yeah. This apparently has, uh, so cast, we have Zoe Zeldana, um, Michelle Yeoh. So Michelle's coming back. Uh, Kate Winslet. Oh. Uh, Jermaine Clement. Some of oh, these, Jermaine Clement, uh, really? Some of these I'm not 100% sure that this is correct. Sigourney Weaver has come back. Uh, I don't believe some of this is correct because that doesn't make that sense. This guy died, and this guy also died. So that's going to be really bizarre. Yeah. Edie Falco's going to be there? I guess so, theoretically. going to be a general. Good for Edie Falco. I guess Stephen Lang is coming back, theoretically. Uh, so the other the other screenwriter that's credited is Josh Friedman. Yes, who has done uh, Snowpiercer, Terminator, okay. Terminator Dark Fate, uh, Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles, and he did War of the Worlds. Yeah. And uh, an untitled Planet of the Apes project. Oh. So fun. Interesting. Does that mean he worked on the trilogy that came out like five years ago or a new one? Oh, this is this is the new one. Oh, there's a new Planet of the Apes? Apparently. I'm okay. All right. I don't like monkey. I loved so I would say I love that trilogy that came out like what the 2000s or like early 2010s. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That's the Andy Circus ones, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Rise, Dawn, and War. Made by the same guy that did the new Batman. Did uh, did you guys notice any of the music? Like I've I very very rarely notice any sort of music. I was kind of listening to it. Whenever something bad happens, it's that thing is used like in like everything. It seems like love a good light motif. Yeah, and it's like oh okay. This is this is what's happening. They also kill a lot of people in that movie. Like a lot of it's, people die on every side. Just mm-hmm. like tons. It's a yeah. Lot. It is a lot. Yeah. Like I thought Atlantis killed a lot of people at the beginning of that Disney movie. Yeah. The entire city. I think also Disney's biggest kill count is still Atlantis. But mm. uh, Death Star. Uh, that's only a couple million. I know they pull up Alderaan. Oh yeah, all of Alderaan. Yeah. Well, that's not Disney though. Yeah, it is now. Stupid name on it. They don't get credit for that. Uh, in the Force Awakens, they blew up the new, totally not Coruscant, 
which had like the New oh, Republican. Yeah. Right, they had, they had Starkiller base or whatever. And with that same okay. shot, they blew up the entire New Republic fleet. Didn't, in a very well, convenient throwaway line. That was Freeman Agman, right? Didn't they blow up Freeman Agman? Did they? I'm pretty sure Freema Agman is like that. That oh, who's like yeah, yeah, yeah. there, and then she's they, the they assistant. Flash, and it goes, yeah, yes, she's like, the assistant oh. to the new um, chancellor of the new republic. Yeah. And you're uh-huh. like, oh, well, <laughs> I guess we killed Freema Agman for no. Yes. Guess we, Martha. She no, <laughs> she's in a deleted scene. Um. Oh, what was her name on uh, Sense Eight? She had an awesome name in Sense Eight. Um. Haven't seen it. Vamp. That is um, a cool what is? Vamp. I Vamp. I hate you so much. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're asking us to vamp on your own podcast. Well, um, I thought somebody who's been a host here, who's been a, been with us for a while, knew how to vamp. That's a cool. Mm. Only if only you had someone that had any kind of improv experience. Tommy Neptune, that's a cool name. Her name that is, is Amanita. Okay. I think is a cool name. That is a pretty cool name. She has like really dope hair. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's definitely not for kids. That would not be Disney Plus. Yeah, no. Ooh. From what I've heard. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. So like music. I don't know. I don't. I didn't. I didn't catch any any bits. Like again. I think visually the movie looks great. The uh, the action scenes are actiony. The non-action scenes are non-actiony. Um, it's very colorful. Uh, I wish I would have watched it on like. I don't know what Disney Plus has on their on their streaming thing, but I wish I would have watched like a 4K version on the OLED because like whatever mm. the Disney Plus streaming version, it looked really good. So I would love to see what it actually looks like on physical media because you get a lot better you know picture quality off of that yeah. than streaming does that um, cap at like 1080p i would assume it caps at 1080p because yeah. I, mean, I don't think disney plus does like 4k and if they do yeah. you're never- if they do it's like select movies and series yeah not going to be avatar from 2009 that's for no sure. yeah. but avatar 2 you bet <laughs> oh yeah avatar and 3 2. and 4 and five. And five. And four. Six. I figure if you're gonna make that many like movies, just turn it into a series. Yeah. I like. I feel like if you're gonna make that many movies, you have to kill Jake off in three. Like Jake and oh. the Jerry have to go in three. Yeah. You can't make a Star Wars mistake where you still bring, uh, like in 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 number four, you still have, uh, you know. Jake and Natiri, but they're like older. You know, I, I don't feel like you can do that. I don't think you can get away with that. And then be like, but here are the new people. And then their kid is gonna like stab yep. uh d- yep. Jake in, in the heart or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be a weird thing. And then Maybe father. Yeah. And then like Jake's pterodactyl thing is like gonna shoot. Like, ah! <laughs> I mean, whether we like it or like, I don't know what kind of timeline they're planning, but like Sam Worthing, all of these actors are 12 years old or te- like 13 years older than they were yeah. when the movie came out. So yeah. there's, I, I'm expecting some sort of visible aging. Well, it, the thing is like they're going to be blue because at the end of the movie, they are going to be blue. Jake is, Jake is blue again. And it's blue forever. 
with five characters instead of four. I thought that was weird. It was like they couldn't like we've we've got all these new things. Uh, we we created these avatars. They've got tails that work and everything, but we get, still gave them five fingies on their hands, whereas the Navi only have four fingies on their hands. I, I guess that was a little bit weird. I was like, I guess the Navi just don't need pinkies. I get well, no, it's weird. Like they have like the the. the like this type of thing right i don't know like i don't know how you do it um but yeah it's weird i was like "Hmm." that seems like a bit of an oversight they're definitely going to be able to tell which ones maybe just maybe humans just have more fingers than we need well i'm just i just don't know (laughs) how they created the avatars with five fingers and not four maybe you should be expecting why we were designed with five fingers not four well, actually, your 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 toe. What is it in like in like a hundred years? Or no, it should be more than that. But humans will eventually evolve to not have a pinky toe. There you go. I'm pretty sure oh, pinky toes are, are on right now. What what is going on? It's it's a it's it's an extraneous appendage. Yeah. No, no, oh my gosh! What I'm saying is. Why did when they created the avatar clones, yes, give them five? And you you keep coming in with like, well, why didn't you know God create us with five? Like, that's not the question that I'm asking. Okay. I'm asking, why did the humans <laughs> when they created the avatar clones? Okay. Why did they give the avatar clones five fingers instead of Four finger, like oh, we actually have. Yeah, I was because in the movie, you were, you were making me go insane for a second. I believe, why are they the line, back on like, me? Like, the, the line in the movie, it's like they're they're claiming they're from a different tribe or they're they're Naviri that live on a different part, or uh, I, I forget what the exact explanation for why they're getting introduced to this, like the, the, the tree tribe or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, ultimately, yeah, you are right. It's like, I don't know why that would be like, like all right, yeah, so the Naviri across the desert have five fingers instead of four. Ah. It's weird. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's very confusing. I mean, I'm just trying to, because like, I guess if you're already going into a body that now has a tail and you're much taller, I feel like you would want some sense of familiarity. So like, is it like, maybe it's just a, it's just a helpful like change to be like, you're still going to have five fingers. So don't worry about that. Maybe it was something in like the psyche valve where like they were like, here's the thing. If we give them four fingers, they're going to freak out. Yeah. They're going to think that their hands are in mittens all the time. It's not going to work. Yeah. As humans are dumb, they're not going to understand. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying if like, you know, you're going to have to learn how to use that tail, but do you really need to learn how to use four fingers instead of five if you're if you've are if you're already genetic like also those avatars are navi mixed with human dna so maybe that's where they got the five fingers yeah 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 sure why not i think yeah. it's stupid um <laughs> uh, all right past stream renter well final thoughts final thoughts on avatar 
Ah, uh, it's pretty. It's very pretty. I'm glad that uh, uh, what was her name? Crap. So uh, Natiri. I'm glad that Natiri got the final kill on the corporal or the colonel. She's very much like a blue cat. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Again, I think it's it's very pretty. It still holds up very, very well watching it now. Yeah. They put a lot of money in like the mocap. Um, they lot they put a lot of money in the uh okay, so the parts that I don't think look good are um the like the pure CG stuff, like the the mm. the fighting, like with the, the cavalry charge, like the riders of Rohan. The Navi of Rohan coming down and doing that. I thought that, like, when it's, they start blowing up, I thought that looked dumb. Um, I thought whenever a Navi fell off of their pterodactyls, it looked stupid because you could tell that it was really CG. Um, sure. But other than that, I thought it looked really, really good. Like, whenever we're not trying to look at, like, you know, like, secondary characters like falling and dying and stuff like that yeah just focusing on like the main stuff i think it still looks really good um and that's just i, I think that is a good a good thing especially in the time of you know cg is starting to look terrible again so just saying yeah yeah there were some parts like i think there were there were a couple moments where sigourney weaver's Avatar was a little looked a little uncanny. Yeah. Um there's that bit when Sigourney Reaver's like all wrapped up in Jake's arms and she's they've got like these really fake vines there. Yeah, they got the censorship vines. Yeah. They do okay. Speaking of this, they do a lot of really bizarre stuff with the censorship in this. Yeah. Really kind of like half. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're not gonna go there, but it's it's really bizarre. Um I yeah, think is okay. I mean, this is. Do you think this? Do you think this like launched like a wave of furries? If I'm you're sure. asking the question, the answer is probably yes. Yeah, or at least it helped. It facilitated. Do you think this helped create B stars? No, I think B stars was inevitable either yeah, way. That was Star Fox Adventures. Um, yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair. All right, so uh, past stream rent or buy. So this is the portion of the show where we say if we're going to pass on this movie stream this movie rent this movie or buy this movie so um let's let our our guest uh graham go first so graham pass stream rent or buy you buy it sort of hmm. based on what you said earlier i don't necessarily think you buy this because it is like a classic or it's like a must-have or like a ah you aren't going to put this in like the like center of a mantle or anything, but you buy this so that you can watch it at the highest quality possible because mm. it damn well deserves it. Um, so I don't know if necessarily like in, in terms of like, if you're judging it based on the quality, maybe it's like a, a rent or like a, you watch it once to experience it and then you're good. But fundamentally, I th you, you got to buy it. <laughs> um, I'm I'm right there with you. I, it's a, it would be a buy. Like it's a buy for me. Like there's part of me that's like I definitely I, I want to see if there is like a good 4K version of this out yeah, there. Yeah. Um, because I would like to watch it in 4K on the OLED because like I'm sure it's definitely gonna pop then. So yeah. I'm now on the lookout for like a 4K Avatar. So 
Mm. Connor. It's a rent for me. Oh, I, was, I was thinking it was going to be a stream for you. No, no, it's a good movie. It's it's really, it's like, a, undeniably it looks amazing. And it is like, like as as many criticisms as I've, as we've had about the story of it, um, it, I got invested maybe a little bit more than was comfortable. Uh, but I think that's also kind of a point. Uh, it's, I don't think it's a point against, um, but I also don't really have any sent sentimental attachment to this movie. So I don't really feel a need to buy it. I don't from a quality think... standpoint or like from like a like a rating standpoint yeah i completely agree with that justification yeah. it's like it's it's no uh like all-timer like yeah it's no yeah time. i i buy something if it's something that i'm like i identify with something about this movie and it's a good movie but like i'm not attached to it I don't think there is a 4K version of Avatar. Not yet, at least. Yeah, just wait till the second one comes yeah, out. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, November, you'll see a... Like a 4K remaster. Yes. Yeah, like, I don't know. Disney doesn't do a lot of remasters. Like, they still haven't remastered Star War. So... They've tried. They, uh, yeah, Disney didn't, but George did, like, eight times. Yeah. Like I want I'm waiting for Disney to like <laughs> each shot is so dense. <laughs> Be like, hey, we've we've done it, guys. We know you've been wanting it for a long time. Um because here's the thing, you know, if they charged two hundred dollars for just those first three movies, they charge two hundred dollars to get it's like this is the theatrical release, digitally enhanced. Uh, all nice and pretty on 4K. It's $200. People would buy it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, okay. This is the side that you can cut if it whatever. But literally last night, I was doing trivia with friends. And it was like the, the trivia question was like, in which movie does Boba Fett appear first in the Star Wars like movie series and whatnot? The correct answer was Empire Strikes Back. But I'm like, there's a technicality here. In the re-release from George, he appears in A New Hope. And that, that is true. Additional scene with Jabba the Hutt. He's in the background. <laughs> and I'm like, did they give you credit? No, 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 no. The correct answer was Empire Strikes Back because that's, I guess, whatever. Well, I mean, technically, you are correct. This is why I was like, I'm like, hold on a second. There's two right answers here. Yeah. It's like, it's like, what's the first Pokemon? It's like, well, there's like five answers to that question. <laughs> true. The doof. <laughs> Get out of the way, Arceus. Last. <laughs> it was Shuckle. He will be is the Alpha and Omega. Oh, uh, well, speaking of Shuffles, uh, Graham. Uh, I said Shuffle. I meant Shuckles. Graham, where can everybody find you uh, social media-wise and keep up with you and, I don't know, say hey. Follow you wherever you go. Hey, if, if you like stupid memes or whatever, I'm trying to think. I don't tweet much, but when I do, it's, it's typically funny. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I don't tweet much, but when I do, it's fucking old. Yeah. <laughs> yep, so just follow me on Twitter. It's, it should be like G-R-R-A-H-A-M-T. It's a G-R-A-H-A-M-T. Should nice. be it. Yeah. Uh, are you still streaming on that app? 
<laughs> Let me pull it up. I can see. I can I can go live right now. Can you go live right wow. now? On what app? On your pocket. This app. And it was an Amine app. And you the first time I've opened this app in a long time. I'm, on your pocket. I, I don't know if I think I'm stuck to the loading screen. Yep. No, nope. yeah, you're stuck. What? I don't think you can ever leave. What am I looking at? Uh, <laughs> it was an app called Unlocked, and it was the anime convention in your pocket. And oh. it was supposed to be yeah. the convention in your pocket. Interesting. It had a lot of uh, anime. There's a story there. A lot oh. of anime voice actors on there. And at the beginning, it was great. A um, lot of really good engagement and everything. And then it turned into like a cash model. And then it only basically turned into, hey, get your autographs. Um, and now it has turned into, what's that thing that everybody gets their autographs on now? Streamily? Is that what it's what? called? I That was, uh, there was a Color World was another one. Yeah. What? That popped up. I mean, now, honestly, if, if you want to do an autograph session, you do it on Instagram Live because they have more money and uh, better uh, technology in place. Yeah. So. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. One day we should do a tell-all. That'd be fun. And ask me anything. <laughs> episode. Let's uh, grab Michelle. Uh, that would be fun. Because I mean, I have some stuff. I have some spicy stuff about Unlocked that I could talk about. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, we can't. Out of, out of respect to the people involved, I haven't. But you know, at this point, hey, I could. Yeah, there are some really good people in that community. Yes. Some really and good some ones. really not ones. But there were some good ones. I will give you that. Dude, so Graham, if you were going to have a pizza party. Okay, what? yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. No, uh, Connor, <laughs> where can everybody find you social media-wise? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Connor Thiessen. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as TallLankyGuy96. And then I am on YouTube and Twitch as TallLankyGuy. Uh, and we'll play Phasma sometime. We better. What? <laughs> oh, I can't play this Friday. I've got a work thing. It's okay. This Friday I'm planning on finishing only cans. <laughs> What's only cans? Oh, oh, okay, bro, Graham, we got a game, man. It's ridiculous. It's so silly and disturbing. Okay. I'm also just now realizing this, and you probably get this a lot, but okay. Connor, any relation to Matt Thiessen? Of Reliant K? Yeah. I hope, I would like to think so. Okay. I grew up listening to Reliant K. And you have, have like... Of a similar, as in, like you're tall and lanky. Yeah. So it's like, I know. Wait a second. Hold on here. (laughs) Yeah. No, I've always, I've always like told myself, like in my mind, I'm like, I'm pretty, I feel like I'm probably, it's also like, it's a Mennonite thing of like, I'm probably related to him somehow. That is really cool, though. Like, like (laughs) through like three marriages between like a funk to a plet to a dick to a, to a, to just come all the way back around to a Tyson, you know. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. Find the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Phantom on Twitter at What's Up Phantom PC for podcasts. All of our episodes available iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, Spotify, Audible, and on our website animationstationpodcast.com. Check our video content up on YouTube. Um, thanks to One Out of Ten for the intro and outro for this episode. 
Um, check them out on Spotify. That's one out of 10. And thanks to Wild Bill Soda for sponsoring this episode. Get yourself some delicious soda. Use code FANDOM10 at checkout. Ooh. Uh, use code FANDOM10 at checkout. Uh, get 10% off your purchase. Again, that's drinkwildbills.com. Everybody's stuff is going to be in the show notes. Nice. Look there. Wait for the Disney 4K avatar to come out. Either. Uh. All right. Uh. So, uh, for What's Up Fandom, I'm Josh. I'm Connor. Hey, I'm Grant. Bye, everybody. Have a good night. See ya. Show sure.